Time for seafood news. Hello, hello. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast brought to you by Foreign Trade Data. Reduce uncertainty, minimize risk, and uncover opportunities with the only website designed exclusively for the seafood import export community. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Thanks for joining us. And we're not alone. I don't think we know what the Twilight Zone. I was going to do the Twilight Zone song, which is, um, do, 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 do. Wait, do, yeah. wait, wait, what are you doing? Do you do yours? Isn't that what I was doing? I don't know. I feel like we were all. I think we were. Maybe I should lower my voice. Is that it? Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, we are not. We've got Ernerberry News Assistant Ryan Doyle with us. Who rules? Who That is right. <laughs> Welcome, Ryan. <laughs> so, for those that also watch Lauren and I on the Seafood News weekly video, Ryan actually subbed in as co-host for me a couple of weeks ago. And we wanted to introduce Ryan today because he'll be co-hosting the podcast with me this September when Amanda goes on maternity leave and leaves me by myself. Thank God. (gasps) Counting down. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) No, I mean, I I remember personally that being without you was horrible, you know, know. but I had no one really to do the podcast with. Right. You were alone. So I I have Ryan. Yeah, at least you have Ryan. (laughs) At least I have somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Ryan thinks thinks a lot of himself. So Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So it's almost a month, my Erner Berry month anniversary. I don't know what you get. Yeah, anniversary, you're, you're one month anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm graduated college also a month ago, so I took a really long break, uh, four yeah. whole days <laughs> before I started working full time. So I'm really happy about that. And where did um, you go to school? William Patterson. It's up in North Jersey, uh, Wayne, New Jersey. It's okay. about a couple miles away from New York City. Um, I'm from right down the road in Tom's River. A nice short commute. I'm a big sports fan. I go Yankees, nice. and uh, I. Originally, I'm from New York, so moving down here at the shore area, really fell in love with the beach, something I really enjoy. So that's that's pretty much summertime. That's pretty much all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Baseball and the beach. Not a bad combo. Not mm-hmm. too shabby, right. But uh, yeah, we're very excited to have Ryan here at UB. And uh, if you get the Seafood News newsletter, you've actually received um, the, the newsletters. Some of his work. Yeah. The newsletters yes. have been being sent out by Ryan. So uh, if you've seen his name around, that's that's why, and send him a little note. And uh, like I said, we're, we're very excited to have him on board. Now without any further ado, Lauren, why don't you kick off the news for us? Will do. So in our top story of the week, the DFO announced new temporary fishing closures in the Gulf of St. Lawrence due to the presence of North Atlantic right whales. The closures began on Thursday, June 13th and affect the following grids in the Gulf. GW36 and GY40. Portions of the grids GU36 and GV36 will also be closed, and these closures come less than a week after the DFO announced the temporary fishing area closure of GY38 and GY39. As we previously reported, the DFO said they would be modifying whale closure rules this year with a smaller closed area. The department also said that they would be utilizing real-time monitoring to close specific grids only when whales are nearby. It's currently not clear how the North Atlantic right whale that was found dead in the Gulf of St. Lawrence at the beginning of the month will affect these rules. Yes. Uh, necropsy. Is that how you pronounce it? Necropsy? Necropsy. I think so. 
Yeah, Ryan's nodding. It sounds, good. Yes. sounds good. To sounds me. good to Ryan. All sounds right. So, an autopsy for whales <laughs> was conducted a little over a week ago on the nine-year-old male who was known as Wolverine due to the three propeller cuts on his tailstock. Oh, I know. It was like really cool, and then you read the rest of it, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's why. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the photos, like this, this whale prior to his death, oh. you know, went through a lot in his nine short years. Um, so, but the DFO issued a statement over the weekend saying that the uh, autopsy did not reveal evidence of acute fishing gear or recent vessel strike and um, further testing to investigate other possible causes of death is pending. So you can find the full list of grid closures in the Gulf of St. Lawrence on seafoodnews.com by searching for North Atlantic right whales. In other news, Food Network star Nancy Fuller is the new brand ambassador for Trident's Lewis Kemp brand Crab Delights. Trident Seafoods announced the partnership with the star of Farmhouse Rules late last week, revealing that the move is part of their effort to connect healthy and easy-to-prepare seafood with current food and lifestyle trends. And uh, Fuller is wasting no time in making that connection. Those that visit the Lewis Kemp website can find Fuller's five-minute easy-breezy crab dip recipe or her red, white, and barbecue pizza recipe, which takes only 30 minutes between prep and cook time. And what I love about these recipes, besides them being quick, is that they don't require a lot of ingredients. Um, yeah, quick and easy is key here. I know. Actually, we were actually talking about this earlier. Is that uh, Lauren made this like awesome looking lunch? It was like an egg roll salad. It was egg roll bowl. Egg roll bowl. Yeah. And she was telling me that what it's like. It was impossible for you to make for the longest time because you never had, I had all the so ingredients. Many, yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's that's not the case with uh, with this. Nope. So the two uh, two recipes that they have posted on the site. You know, most of these ingredients you probably have in your refrigerator or kitchen cupboard. So, for instance, the red, white, and barbecue pizza calls for a pie crust, ricotta cheese, granulated garlic and onion, medium chunky salsa. salsa. <laughs> Sorry. I, this is like weekly occurrence. I don't proofread. And then it just says medium chunky sale. <laughs> medium chunky salsa. Brown sugar, butter, and, of course, Lewis Kemp uh, brand Crab Delights. Yum. So I am pizza obsessed. Uh, who's this, not? I know, seriously. Um, and this sounds like a fun summer alternative to the normal cheesy staple. Yes. Have you ever grilled uh, pizza? Oh, no. It's really good. And I that feel like this good. this would good? be a good recipe to try on the grill this is that, summer. Is that what you do? You just like make a regular pizza and then instead of throwing it in the oven, you throw it on the grill? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, the crust comes out like a little, little chart on the bottom, mm -hmm. but like it's it comes out really good. I yeah. like to make smaller ones. So okay. it's like, you know the dough isn't falling through or anything but well we have our uh almost weekly bi-weekly i guess um Ernaberry barbecues here i feel like we should try Ooh, that one day that's a good idea let's try that out and actually have you ever watched farmhouse rules yes you have i have okay and i i i like her cooking okay cool i haven't i haven't checked it out i'm more of a um chopped fan if i'm on that's too intense. too intense <laughs> <laughs> nancy fuller was a staple and in high school, I worked in a dentist office, and oh, they yeah. always had Food Network on, which always weird to me that, that they had Food Network. Right. I feel like it's oh, kind yeah. of torture in a dentist office. Yeah. <laughs> but Nancy Fuller, staple on television in the middle of the day, like 3 or 4 o'clock, yeah. Nancy Ooh. Fuller did make, made, made a lot of the patients She's just like up. your grandma that makes you feel comfortable and, Precisely. you know, just everything always comes with like a little treat at the end, mm. and it's, you know, I it's like good. It. I'll have to check that out. Yes. So Fuller's role as brand ambassador for Lewis Kemp's Crab Delights kicks off this summer and will continue through 2019. As part of the partnership, Fuller will appear in advertising and promotional campaigns. And you can find more from Nancy Fuller on the Lewis Kemp website or on their social channels. So check it out. I, know I will be following all summer long. I'm always looking for new recipes. Oh, yeah. 
but moving along. The Bonnie Carey Spillway is wreaking havoc for Louisiana and Mississippi fishermen. So the spillway was partially open in late February due to heavy rains in the Mississippi and Ohio River Valleys and opened for a second time at the beginning of May. This was the first time that the structure was open twice within a year, and although necessary for flood control, the freshwater has an immediate short-term adverse environmental effect. So things are so bad right now that Louisiana's Shrimp Task Force met to discuss the current issues facing the industry as a result of the spillway opening. The spring uh, shrimp season in Louisiana only recently opened in the last few weeks, and some shrimpers are saying that they haven't caught anything yet. The group sent a letter to Governor John Bell Edwards requesting that all fisheries be included in his disaster declaration. And Governor Edwards issued a request for federal assistance due to the ongoing river flooding back on May 25th. And a few days later, on May 29th, President Trump ordered federal assistance to supplement state and local response efforts to alleviate the hardship and suffering caused by the emergency on the local population. Now, biologists with Louisiana's Department of Wildlife and Fisheries are looking for ways to expedite data collection that is necessary for a disaster relief declaration to be approved by Congress. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries actually released their preliminary findings last week, which featured commercial harvest data available as of June 6th. The department is reporting that the statewide shrimp landings, both brown and white shrimp combined, have declined as a result of the high water events and opening of the Bonnie Carey Spillway. The preliminary sample found that white shrimp shows an 85% decrease in shrimp numbers. That's huge, 85%. Meanwhile, brown shrimp catches are uh, below the long-term average with a 66% decrease. So overall, the data suggests that commercial landings will be far below long-term averages. Thanks, Lauren. And finally, NOAA released their forecast for the summer's Gulf of Mexico dead zone, and the area is expected to be approximately 7,000 829 square miles. The dead zone is forecast to be particularly large this year due to the abnormally high spring rainfall in many parts of the Mississippi River watershed. Hypoxic zones or dead zones are areas that have low to no oxygen levels, which can kill fish and other marine life. Generally, these dead zones are caused by excess nutrient pollution, which is a result of human activities like urbanization and agriculture. This nutrient uh, pollution stimulates an overgrowth of algae, which ultimately sinks and decomposes in the water, putting important habitats and fisheries at risk. According to now, the 2019 forecast is close to the record size of 8,776 square miles, which was set in 2017. Last year, NOAA scientists forecasted that the Gulf of Mexico dead zone will reach approximately 5,780 square miles. However, the dead zone in 2018 reached only 2,720 square miles. It was believed that the smaller dead zone was a result of winds pushing low oxygen mass and mixed oxygen into shallow waters, amongst other factors. So we need some winds to mix it up. Yep. Get that oxygen flowing. So the size of the 2019 Gulf dead zone will be confirmed by NOAA in early August. So we'll be sure to provide those details then. And that about does it for us. Once again, this podcast was brought to you by Foreign Trade Data. Reduce uncertainty, minimize risk, and uncover opportunities with the only website designed exclusively for the seafood import-export community. And thank you, Ryan, for joining us today. Thank and you guys for having me. Yeah, so listeners, if, if you like that smooth voice of Ryan's, be sure to send him an email and let him know that you're looking forward to listening <laughs> to him in my place. But don't be too excited to get rid of me. That's how I was feeling. Yeah, exactly. You know what, Ryan? I hope you bomb. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. See you back here next week. Bye.